Before Tiara and I begin, we would like to acknowledge that we are currently on the land of the Darug and Gurungai people. Sovereignty was never ceded, and this always was, and always will be, Aboriginal land. We would also like to acknowledge that, while being South Asian, we do demand visibility. We do inherit a lot of settler privilege being on this land. And achieving justice of any sort cannot be done without acknowledging the Indigenous people of this land, and also paying our respect to elders past, present, and emerging. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Not To Be Controversial. Um, it feels like we've been a while since it's just been Tiara and I, so let me do a little intro. My name is Basha, and I'm one of your co-hosts, and I'm joined by the lovely, wonderful... Hi, my name is Tiara. <laughs> Her name is Tiara. Um, yeah, so today is just an episode with both of us. You might hate that, you might love it, but we're here to talk about representation in film and TV. And the reason we wanted to kind of put it down to just film and TV was because talking about representation could go on for yonks and yonks, and we don't have that kind of time. So should we get right into it, Tiara? For sure, let's get into it. So you're probably sick of us talking about representation. And you're probably wondering, Tiara, Vasha, we get it. You want to see women in media, media diversity, blah, blah, blah. But can I just say, representation isn't something you think about until you see it on TV. So the other day, this is a bit of like a ranty episode, but... You know, Vasha, what else do we do? Literally the other day, Vasha was at my house and she and I were watching Bridgerton. Or she'd already watched it and she was like, you should watch Bridgerton. And I said, no, season one looked a bit Anglo. And it, the type of story isn't, you know, to my discretion. It's not something that I would choose to watch because it just seems very... Downton Abbey like I haven't watched Downton Abbey either like you know it's just not my genre and then I completely skipped season one I'm sorry for anyone that's watched season one I'm sorry if I did incorrectly but season two I started and I loved it and I will say it's because there were two brown girls in it specifically a Tamil woman that and I'm not Tamil but like just seeing represent that it was re it was the representation that made me want to watch it and it was the fact that the representation was done well you know what i mean vasha yeah yeah um so i watched season one of bridgerton or like i okay so i got into you know the first few episodes because you know it was trending and all of that when it first came out last year i think and i didn't really like it i was just like it's just two people bonking congrats and like i did appreciate the representation though like I did love how it wasn't just a bunch of white people in the Regency era I think it's Regency at least but season two for me I, I was like I'm not gonna watch Bridgerton season two how stupid like it's not my thing and just like Tiara was saying it's not my genre I don't really give two shits but then I saw two South Asian women and I was like this is my thing anything with South Asian representation I find I will watch and this goes for like any sort of genre I'm finding. So even with Love Island, like I love shitty reality TV, but I never used to like Love Island. I just like never really bothered to watch it. But then there was one South Asian woman on it um, on the most recent season and I started watching it. 
and like it, it always I've realized that it's because I just never see it that it could be in the worst show ever and I will be completely obsessed with it because it's finally seeing somebody who looks like me which I'm just completely not used to at all by any means and it's so freaking refreshing to be like oh I'm watching the show that like a bunch of people are watching and there's someone who looks like me on it and for me Bridgerton season two is basically 10 things I hate about you but the brown version and I'm like I am here for it but it's also like the brown immigrant version because you do have interracial couples and that's what I find with Bollywood sometimes that it doesn't completely like it doesn't feel completely relatable do you know what I mean Tiara so do you find Bollywood movies as relatable as you found Bridgerton yeah I feel and here's the thing I haven't consumed as much media on the conventional tv show like the pop culture tv show side because I don't watch tv that often Bridgerton was one of my one-off shows that I watched because I found it interesting not because it was popular but because I found it interesting because there's like heaps of shows that are popular that I choose not to watch but Bridgerton was proper representation and you keep hearing like brown girls on tiktok say that and brown girls in your insta story say that and it's solely because i didn't see pretty pristine bleach skin fair and lovely priyanka chopra or deepika like i didn't see that i saw a melanin dark skin thumb woman and here's the thing i am not dark skinned i acknowledge that i know that i will never face the difficulties that colorism has placed upon melanin women but just seeing that made me happy because I it wasn't actually no I'm not even gonna like sugarcoat it it wasn't the Anglo-Saxon Indian Lankan Indo-Lankan you know beauty standard of fair and lovely it was a beautiful dark-skinned woman and I never saw that in media actually no I never even saw that in Bollywood to begin with and you know skin tones in south asia range from snow white to beautiful melanin right dark beautiful melanin so i just seeing that was much better representation in 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 my opinion than bollywood how about you how do you feel about it Mm. well yeah i mean like like i was saying i that's the only reason i kind of watched season two if it was anything else I wouldn't have watched it um just because like I'm like recently especially I've been finding that I'm just really really sick of it's like seeing women is great but also like seeing just a bunch of white women or not seeing my own culture represented it's just becoming frustrating even you know when you look at parliament or anything like that I'm just like I'm so over it and I think I've just reached a point where I'm not even going to watch a show anymore if it doesn't have representation and if it doesn't represent my culture properly. Because shows like Big Bang Theory, technically, it has Raj and that's an Indian dude and, you know, that's representation, you could say. But the stereotypes they place on him aren't great. So I wouldn't classify that as, like, good representation. Um, Yeah, did we want to read out some of the responses to our story, Tiara? So we, sorry, do you want to start reading it? Oh, sorry. Um, So we asked you guys thoughts on representation in Bridgerton. 
and you guys went off you were loved it you were like oh my god they're so hot um it was everything I wanted as representation while growing up and a lot of you guys are freaking out the most because a Tamil girl like it's a lot of you are like a lot of you who are Tamil were like oh my gosh Tamil girl I'm so excited I just I've never seen a girl like me on TV and it's really and it's just it's really <laughs> it's really refreshing and it's really good to see that as opposed to us just accepting you know Baljeet from Phineas and Ferb, if you know what I mean. If you know how he's represented. Ah, <laughs> oh, Baljeet! <laughs> oh my gosh. That was like our, like, he was like our quintessential representation growing up. Like, Baljeet, that was, that was literally it. And he had like a really bad, I wouldn't be surprised if a white person voiced him, to be honest. Oh my god, literally, okay, look. If you are not a, like, <laughs> South Asian or a brown person, your representation has been Apu from The Simpsons, Baljeet from Phineas and Ferb and Raj from Big Bang Theory. And that's the end of it. Like, there's no one else. <laughs> there's nothing else to look up to. And first of all, like, all of them are men. Why are we just having Indian men in shows? And then second of all, it's just like, they're just there for a joke. They're not a main character. And I think that's what was so different with Bridgerton. And I think that's why people are loving it. <laughs> okay, so this one, you, you can really tell that I did the stories this time because they're shows that I like. Um, so with Love Island, as I said before, the most recent season in Australia had a South Asian woman for the first time. Um, and I was like, thoughts on representation. People didn't love it, and I completely agree. But some of you said representation is really poor. It's not too bad if we're talking about skinny models. Poor diversity on body type, sexuality, and ethnicity. POC seems to be the diversity tick box and somebody else said it was shit no airtime for POC and yeah a bunch of other people said very similar things which I completely agree with having one South Asian person on there doesn't really do much and also she got kicked off in like the second week so she wasn't around for too long and you could like, my first thing was when she went on the show, I was like, is any guy going to pick her? Like, I don't know why. Maybe I shouldn't have thought that, but it was genuinely my thought. Tiara, what's your opinion on, like, brown women going on dating shows? Like, do you ever think that, you know, they're going to make it till the end or, like, be the quote-unquote winner? I've yet to... See, the thing. I don't mm. watch The Bachelor, don't watch The Bachelorette, haven't watched Love Island... Um, I don't know if Byron Bays is a dating show. No, it's but... like, oh, oh, that's another bucket hole. But yes, go on, sorry. Yeah, right. See, I don't watch them. That's not my preferred genre. But I would be surprised if a brown girl got further than two rounds or two episodes or two contests or challenges, whatever they do. I think that I would watch it. If the media didn't portray her as the token brown chick or the token brown person. Because it quite it quite literally does that sometimes. I don't need to watch the show to see how they note that she fucked off after two episodes. But they make a big deal that she's there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like in shows like The Bachelor and Bachelorette, which is something that I generally watch with my mom. Like we both are just like, oh my god, there's a South Asian woman, but she's gonna get kicked off in, like, the second app. And it always happens. 
like every single time without a doubt it always happens and it's also like who are the main people in the dating shows they're generally like white people and yeah uh, again like just going back to things like Bridgerton it was just a really different scene of events and you might be like great it was one tv show that's not making much progress but it does feed into other channels as well like the other day I was watching a video of um Chaitran I don't remember her name but the girl who plays Edwina um in Bridgerton like she's done a video with Vogue and she's done all this media and so is Simone Ashley and like it does contribute to just a change in the way that like we consume content I guess Mm, yeah, yeah. I feel like people are coming on to that though, if that makes sense. Like people are starting to realize that whether it's for a diversity quota or not, like, you know, what's going on with the Wiggles. Um, <laughs> I love how that's like my first example, but no, literally what's going on with the Wiggles and how people are like, oh, wait, we need more diversity because not only little white guys watch our show, you know what I mean? Or not only white people watch our show. Like, my version of representation in pop culture, like, or mainstream media when I was young was literally bend it like Beckham. Oh, my God. Okay, so story time. I'm sorry I have to say this, but my school, which was basically mostly white kids, would play that movie so many times and it was the most embarrassing time in class like I used to be just like consumed with embarrassment I hated that movie you hated Ben and like Becca school used to play it constantly it was the most embarrassing thing in the world I hated it because it was like oh like I remember some girl in my class said that I like looked like one of them and that wasn't taken as a compliment and that probably wasn't said as a compliment either okay yeah fair enough you know why Okay, can I, uh, the word representation is such a big word for brown people or like people of colour, we use it heaps. It's because we don't feel seen. But I think that not just any representation is good enough. Elaborate. (laughs) I hated Never Have I Ever. Okay, yeah, no, I didn't like the premise of that show either. To me, it just seemed like a... No, like, I don't... Like, literally, like... Um, I just... It was... It was terrible. Like, uh, if we're gonna... Okay, so wait, have you watched season one and two? Um, so I know what happens in both of them, but I didn't fully sit down and watch it, just because, like... I didn't like the storyline and I didn't really like how the characters were portrayed that much. Yeah, see, neither did I. And I won't go into detail just in case anyone is going to watch it. Oh, just go into detail. Come on. Spoilers, people. Go on. Yeah, spoilers, people. But I think they made her character really badly. Like, I don't particularly like, like, Mindy Kaling as a person, very proud of her, but the way she makes, the way she tries to represent South Asians is so surface. Um, I don't know about that, because I really enjoyed the Mindy Project. Like, that was so funny to me. Oh, the thing is, I never watched Mindy Project. Okay, like, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. She's a bit, like, kooky, 
and I kind of love it. <laughs> yeah, see, I just don't, I have a thing against Ever Have I Ever in general because of the way a lot of stuff was portrayed. So there was moments in season two where she acted really erratic and did really dumb things and then she never got held accountable for it or she made up a whole lie trigger warning about a girl who had an eating disorder and it turned out that that lie was true and she actually had an eating disorder and she embarrassed her in front of the whole school and she never gave them a proper apology didn't she say sorry not properly uh, like i from what i remember watching the show she didn't properly say sorry she was just she tried to make a grand gesture and it failed and then after all of the mind fuckery she was like okay i'm sorry but it wasn't like a like you know what i mean it was like she felt yeah. like a character that if she weren't a brown quirky girl that had some shit happen to her she didn't really get a redemption arc oh no i totally agree and i think for me it was that eating disorder storyline that really pissed me off and even in season one just like the way her friends kind of kept letting her do all this dumb shit and they would hurt her like like Mindy or sorry what's her name in the thing sorry I don't know what it is actress is amazing by the way I love the actress she's so oh cool. my friend Ramakrishnan bloody love her yeah love her personality everything I just didn't like her character in the show because she would hurt her friends and then wouldn't have any sort of consequences to face. And then she would, like, fuck around with guys and mess with their feelings. Yeah, and then it all went back to trauma and I'm like, babes, that's not how it works. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's, like, obviously trauma does impact you and the decisions you make, but, yeah, I will, I, yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. But the but the, it's the way that it was portrayed that didn't sit well with me. And they completely never, if I ever... Season two, they just did the Muslim character wrong. They did Anissa, the Muslim girl, they did her bad, which is like what happened with all the eating disorders and how ha- mm. orders and how kind of muffled they made her character, even though they could have done so much more with it. But you know, that's a whole Yeah, but thing. like what I kind of love about us having a conversation about a shitty TV show that actually has representation is like that would never be possible before. Because, like, we wouldn't even have a spectrum to be like, oh, this is a bad show and this is a good show and it still has representation. Do you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't enough. Mm, Yeah, but you can, but that being said, you can disagree. Like, it's not, it shouldn't be, for a majority, it shouldn't be take what you can get. It should be we're going to work with it and we're going to do research and we're going to properly respect your culture and your history by showcasing its true beauty and that's what Bridgerton did like with the holiday scene with using a song that all of us are with using k3g like you know what they did that Shonda Rhimes baby girl you did your research you obviously have brown friends you know what I mean so the last show that we asked you was whether you thought MasterChef had good representation and you know we, we got some great responses like there people were talking about how there's been a real difference from season one to now and how it's way more diverse people were like it's the best um reality tv representation realistic reflection of australian demographic of like age gender ethnicity diversity and i think like even body types and everything and sexuality definitely has the most amount um tr you don't watch masterchef do you no, but I did realise that there was more POC representation. Oh, yeah, for shows. sure. Like, it's just, it's kind of crazy. 
But like most of the winners have been white, I think. I think there's only been one person of color winner. Oh no, no, there's actually been a few. I'm wrong. Like it actually has decent representation. Still not maybe enough all the time in all the seasons, but much better than every other show out there. Yeah, much better than a lot of shows. I had a conversation with a mate a, a week or two ago, maybe a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, and we were talking about a specific movie that had come out that everyone was raving about, but it was really Islamophobic. And that then got me thinking, are there any TV shows, such movies you've watched with bad representation and I don't mean like representation that I don't like or representation that may be inaccurate because you know a lot of the time the people that are trying to you know be representative of different ethnic groups and you know religions and cultures they're white and they don't know but there is a completely Listen, it's a Bollywood film and the Bollywood industry has a tendency to flame the fans of stereotypes and, you know, be a particular way towards Islam and towards Muslims in TV shows. Like, you know, it's it's a very divisive in nature and I'm pretty sure I wrote an essay on it last year, but have you watched, I think it was on Netflix, Farsha, have you watched The Kashmir Files? So basically... It's a Bollywood film and it tells the story of a student who discovers that his Kashmiri parents were murdered or killed um, and his grandparents had told him that they they died in an accident or something of that nature and hundreds of thousands of people were forced out of Kashmir, losing their homes and many lives when a revolt erupted against Indian rule in 1989. So that is what they sort of try to portray in this movie. And the issue with this movie is that there's like the way it's propaganda, essentially. I haven't watched it, but I've read enough of it and seen enough scenes to realise that it targets the Muslim community and it's just very um, it's very targeted in the way that it you know of its representations and I was reading about a screening of Kashmir files where filmmakers and people who were not Muslim obviously were going to they were going to the premiere and they were just saying some very racist very Islamophobic phobic bs obviously in bollywood it's bollywood it's sensationalized it's everything but the bjp backed up this film and we all know how pro hindu Modi can be so for the bjp to back up a film that portrays muslim as bloodthirsty villains um and literally targeting pakistan i think that was the enemy state um it's just really uncomfortable and you can't help but wonder how a film, how any film of that nature, whether it be towards Muslims or whether it be towards anyone, how they get released. Because a lot of it is just, it's just such BS, honestly. I just, 
that is my thing about representation. Like, you know how I was saying, obviously two very different contexts, but you know how I was just saying like, oh, it doesn't have to be bad representation. It doesn't have to, or we don't have to like it. Like, that is an example of representation that is completely false and that gets perpetuated and showcased in theatres and it's just completely untrue or it's completely biased and it's completely fueled by stereotype. To me, that and... isn't representation, though. That's just propaganda. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, you're right. That's not representation. That's straight up propaganda. Yeah. But it's the way we're, but it's the way we or a, a certain minority group or ethnicity or religion or culture is represented. And I think that's what I mean by representation. I literally just went into a tangent about how much I hated a film I haven't even watched, but yeah. <laughs> I love that you're like, I haven't watched it, but. <laughs> no, no, And I'm not going to watch it, but. <laughs> no, and yeah, I think that it's one of those things where it's like, you know, representation at the end of the day. I, I Like the way I think of it, it is a positive connotation. And yeah, I, I feel like I wouldn't say shows that stereotype and racialize and, you know, put people in a minority are necessarily representative of anything. Um, and I don't think, like, being a side character in every show, like, there's a bunch of Netflix shows recently, especially, like, Ginny in Georgia and um, I think even The Maid and things like that that did try to have a, a brown dude or a South Asian dude or whatever, but it's, like, they're mostly just a side character, so what does it actually mean? So, yeah, I think that's always little interesting thought other suggestions that came through about bad representation were like west wing avengers we got a few like dating shows um yeah just like a bunch of reality shows and those kinds of things but on a more positive note we asked you whether there is any tv or film that you watched with good representation and we actually had a few responses, which was quite nice to see because honestly, I don't think I'd be able to think of many, which is a shame. So some shows that people said that had good representation were Bridgerton, Sex Education, and to people, and some people said, to some extent, Never Have I Ever, um, Never Have I Ever, excluding the Muslim character. Reality, oh, so in terms of reality TV, Survivor apparently has been good. Tiara and I are not Survivor watchers, so cannot say but I'll take your word for it um another person said turning red yeah just shit tons of sex education and never ever ever to be honest and I completely agree I think sex education did it the best in terms of like literally everything so we might just wrap it up there actually after giving you that wreck of good shows and good film we wanted to keep this episode nice and short, just a little filler while you're on the wait for the next one. Obviously, that's all you can wait for. So in the next episode, we're talking about gaslighting and we're having a professional come on as well to have a chat with us about it because obviously that's going to mean a lot more to all of us. Um, thank you so, so, so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed it. It was just a little bit of a fun, ranty one would love it if you could leave us a little rating or a little review on whatever platform you're listening other than that have a wonderful rest of your week